Exposed. My name is Beverly Smith Brown. I am your host. I am honored to be before you all this morning and just want to um, take this moment to pray and give God thanks for um, allowing us to be here. So thank you, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, for you just being who you are in our lives, Lord God. We just give you all of the glory and the honor. We thank you, Father God, for being a light at our feet, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that you give us the strength to go on. We thank you for our heavenly angels that are encamped around us, Lord God. We want to Thank you for those provisions that you are putting for those people who are on the government shutdown, Father God. For anyone who are on government assistance, Lord God, we thank you that you are giving them a, putting a ram in the bush, Lord God. That you are uh, giving different ways of escape, Lord God. That you are showing them that they can do what they can do, Lord God, by leaning on you and casting their cares on you, Lord God. We just thank you that you will honor your word and that you are no respecter person. We just thank you, Father God, that you're wrapping your arms around those moms who have lost their children, Lord God, and anyone that's sick in the bed, Lord God, we just thank you, and we just thank you for those heavenly angels and those ancestors that we go out, be, that goes out before us to clear the path, and we just thank you in Jesus' name, we pray, amen, amen. Yes, guys, it's, you know, oh, wow, it is so much going on, and I know that God is in control, and this show is really about the overcomer story. 
So super excited. We have an amazing guest today, um, a childhood friend of mine. Uh, we grew up together. His name is William Neal. He is extraordinary. So we're going to bring him on to talk about how he have overcame some tragedies in his life and some traumatizing situations. And I really feel the importance of sharing your testimony um, really heals others um, and give them a, a, a sense of hope. You know, when you hear someone else who have may have um, been through some kind of tragedy, lost a loved one or anything like that, it have you look at your story. That's our hope for you to look at your story and say, well, you know what? I haven't been through all of that, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and they, these people are still standing and not just standing, but they're striving. So that is our topic for today. Um, and that's who we'll have on the day. It's a heavy topic. It's something that, you know, we're going to just, um, dive right into and we're going to stay there, um, for about three months because we have, um, just a lot of people who are hurting. So trauma is something that, um, uh, is a trigger and it's something that needs uh, constant counseling. I, I'm in counsel. It's so important for everyone. I recommend everyone to have a counselor or someone that you can talk to um, because it's, it's, it's a never ending situation. When you're traumatized, you have that memory in your head. You can, you know, always go back to that memory and it could be a song. It can be a smell. It could be something someone say. It could be a location that just bring you right back, right? It'll take you right back to that situation. And um, if you haven't dealt with that situation, it can really bring up some emotions and the people who are around you are not really understanding why you're going from happy to sad. And they say in bipolar, then you get medicine and, and all these other side effects that you're dealing with. And, and, and when we look at the root of things, it has a lot to do with traumatizing situations. And what I've learned, and I'm speaking from my own experience is that as a child I've been through so much sexual abuse right with even with family members okay and this was something that was kind of norm right because we would go over each other house and you know we call it playing house and that kind of thing but certain things will happen and I realized as an older age that stuff will pop back up and I'm like where was it at all that time yo it's like a um protector Right. It's like almost like a protector. These things that happen to us. And it's like how they say sweep it under the rug. I realize as I'm just dealing with life, certain things is popping up and I'm remembering vividly. Right. I'm getting like vivid to the point where I'm like, that really had to happen. Right. I, that happened. And it's a trigger. It's a trauma, something that brought it up. But I just thank God that I'm in counsel and I'm speaking with a professional um, every two weeks on Saturdays that take about an hour every that's, uh, two hours a, a month to talk to someone who who don't know me personally. Um, but I feel, um, you know, is, is listening when I speak and can dissect some of the things and kind of help me navigate through it. And I think for any other reason, that's that's what we need help with is just trying to navigate and not trying to, you know, cover it up and, and medicate it. And, you know, because, again, you had those triggers. So um, I want to talk to you all uh, this morning again. Um, there are people out here dealing with stuff every single day. And we have to um, understand. And the reason why I say we have to is because we're all connected. So we really have to understand that if your neighbor is not okay, then you're not okay. I was telling somebody the other day, and I was like, um, uh, I have some um, some free shoes. Oh, and I do, we do have free shoes, brand new shoes. And um, someone said, oh, how did you get those free shoes? I said, somebody gave them to me. And they said, well, they knew you were going to give them away. That's why they gave them to you. And the first thing that came to my mind, which you know, I didn't really give too much thought. It just popped up. And the first thing I thought of was, you know, I'm always give because I don't want to have too much. And these people don't have, they're going to rob me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you better share. Like, you're not going to be walking around with all this. And I'm, I'm sitting over here. You see that I'm your neighbor now. We too close. And it's not even that thing, but it's, it's when people are put in survival mode. 
right? When you are put in survival mode, when it's, what is it, fright or flight or something like that? When you are put in survival mode and you have children to feed and you are, you, you going out there every day, right? You're going out there every day. You're going to school. You're, you're going to work. You're getting a good job, right? And then you got this thing, bam, furlough right? Or maybe an illness. You know, it's not just furlough. Everybody's looking around and saying, oh, furlough. But people have been furloughed for years. And it's different kinds of furlough. There's illnesses. You know, maybe somebody passed away and now you got to take on their children because you don't want to see them in the system. And that changes your whole life around, right? So people have furloughs for so many different reasons. So we, you know, it's something, you know, this is uh, an opportunity for people to be creative. You know, I feel like when we see problems, that's an opportunity and not looking at the negative side of it, even, even though there's a negative in everything, if you want to look at it, it all depends on what we are focusing on. So I think that this furlough is an opportunity for not just the people who are furloughed, but the people who have felt like they've been furloughed their whole life, okay? That they can be creative in this opportunity, that we can come together and join our resources in this, in this opportunity. This is an endless uh, a wealth of opportunity, especially when it's a time where they are bringing the wealthy with the, the poverty. And you see it, it's called gentrification. Okay, so gentrification is just an opportunity for you to be next door to somebody with a whole bunch of money. All right, and, and that's what's happening. And they're beautifying the streets, they're beautifying everything because we deserve big houses, we deserve these things. And when we are around that type of uh, lifestyle and we're exposed to that type of lifestyle, I don't, in my own personal opinion, I think instead of us looking at it in a way of us being pushed out, but just know that we deserve that as well. And don't look at it as something that you can't afford um, if you are putting your resources and putting your time where it really belongs so you can gain those things, right? So uh, Mama Safe Haven um, is a nonprofit organization that I founded in 2014. Um, we became, um, we got our 501c3 status um, in 2015. And our primary goal is to encourage self-love, higher education, and self-employment. And the way we do that is by offering several programs, workshops, events, retreats, and sister circles. <laughs> we do uh, film programs in the community. Our latest venture that I want to talk to you all about as we're talking about trauma is Mama Safe Haven's Healing Center. Um, we're super excited about it. We are located at 3227 Dubois Place. Um, we offer mental health counseling. We have one-on-one -on -one counselors. We also have um, support, um, community support workers um, that work with victims of, of crime. And we work closely with the Victims of Crime Unit. Um, and what we do is we um, basically hold the hand of the victim as they go through the process of the services in the government. And, um, and also navigating different services. Um, we are excited about the opportunity to provide a safe place for people. And that's one of the things that uh, is very um, at the top of our goal is to make sure everyone is comfortable. So we also open our space for victims to be interviewed if they have any interviews to do with the police or anything like that. We provide a, provide a safe place for them to come and do the interviews or um, we also do conflict resolution. We also have um, first responders. So we are responding to crime and that's basically how we become connected with the victims. So we are uh, in the process right now of uh, formulating um, volunteers for this uh, venture. This is something that is a pilot program that we are doing in the zip code of 20019, that's in Washington, D.C. And we are uh, one of many programs that operate in the community with trauma, um, but our healing center will be uh, seven different organizations under one roof. So we are operating with the lines of concerned men, we operate with children of the light, we operate with Curl and Ann Foundation, we operate with Parent Watch. We also operate with uh, UPO. We also operate with Far Southeast Family Stricken Collaboratives. So we have several programs that we are also operating. We also have um, a Kids Connection that we are doing where we are connecting um, the youth. Um, we are connecting inmates that's in DC jail with their children. 
So we, in the way that we're doing that, is sending them pictures and uh, different letters. So we'll meet with the youth twice a month um, to have different events and things where we can send that information to um, their parent that's incarcerated. Uh, so we again, we are looking for volunteers for that program that we are super excited about. We are launching that. Um, we already started the first responders, but we are launching the Kids Connection um, in February. Um, and also, we have our um, sixth annual DC's Youth Has Talent uh, Black History Show, Saturday, February the 23rd. We'll be at Charles Hart Middle School, and that's at 601 Mississippi Avenue Southeast, and the zip is 20032. It is a free show. It's an opportunity for our youth to get on stage. Um, we welcomed uh, uh, marching bands. So we have Cart Middle School that'll be there. We have Garfield Elementary School, Malcolm X Elementary School, um, Potomac Gardens Community uh, Drumline. So we have some amazing dancers. We have dancing warriors who will be back for a fifth year. They've been with us for five years. Um, something so exciting. We also have Miss Avera Patrick. Y'all seen her on the show um, with her little doggy coats. Um, and she's definitely coming back. I'm going to bring her back on the show um, right before the Tyler show. Um, but she uh, is bringing her grandson, who is her protege. He's also a designer. So they are headlining um, our fashion show piece for the talent show. So super excited about Malad. He's 15 years old, and he's a designer. So he has his own models, his own um, fashion line. And uh, Miss Patrick, will, her line is called Grandma Gotcha. So she is doing a clothing line for youth ages three to 10. So February the 23rd, guys, y'all want to come out and um, really just support the youth, right? It's a free show. They're getting up there. They're practicing. We have rehearsals on Tuesdays and Thursdays at Hart Middle School. Um, so they are rehearsing and working hard um, for you all and want you all to come out and just show your support. That's what it's about, show your support. Um, at this uh, event, it will also be an opportunity for you to become an official member of Mama Safe Haven. We are um, an organization that receives donations all of the time. We also have uh, different workshops and retreats that we're going on, and it's important for us to um, have uh, a core of people who um, it's not just receiving things from Mama Safe Haven, but also investing in Mama Safe Haven. And the way that you would invest in Mama Safe Haven is by attending the six-week workshops and also becoming a leader within the community. These six-week workshops will basically train you on how to be a community support worker, how to, to effectively work with people who have been dealt with, uh, experienced trauma. It, it will give you opportunity to help you. Uh, we do conflict uh, uh, resolution uh, workshops. We also do life skill workshops. Um, so to become a member, you will attend in six weeks and we have um, a 12-month calendar of workshops. Um, so we are um, understanding of people time, but we definitely want people to um, get that stamp of Mama Safe Haven so you can walk with that culture of understanding that we are the community, that we are connected. If, I, if you are not okay, then I'm not okay. That we have to get that village back together. United we stand, divided we all will fall. It's so important for us to understand that. And I know that more than anything because people help me. Um, and it wasn't the people that I thought was going to be there. It was pe some people that I didn't even know. And for the most part, a lot of it was people that I didn't know. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, we get caught up in, you know, oh, my mama wasn't there for me. And my sister didn't do this. And she over there with this person. And she over there doing and, and And my baby father not helping me. God will put somebody there to be there for you. And you can let go of all of that resentment and all of that heavy stuff. All of it is heavy to sit back and think about who's not there and why they not there, right? But to know that there are people right there beside you who's saying, hey, look at me. I'm right here when you call, right? And I know that you have that person. And if you don't, you know, it's important for you to be there for yourself, right? Because we attract who we are. So loving yourself, that self-love is key. Loving on yourself from the inside out is really what is uh, going to show more than anything. 
that's what's going to really show the inside of a person. So no matter what they say, no matter how much makeup, how much Maybelline, you know, you could definitely see um, somebody will show you who they are. Um, so with this, you know, um, the overcomer story, again, your sin don't look like my sin. Everyone sins. Everyone, you know, and, and we're not perfect. No one is perfect. So we're talking about um, what has happened to us and how we're going to push through. And when we think about any good fruit that is, is, is developed underground, it has to go through uh, a lot before it can break through. And right now we are talking about breakthroughs. We are talking about people who have come from the bottom up. And I'm going to tell you the process is not going to look like everybody's process. But celebrating as we go through, celebrating and pressing through is what it's about. That's what it's about, right? Because we're always going through something. No matter how good and glamour everybody want to make it, everybody have issues, okay? And one of the main things that I think for me is important is how we deal with it, right? So I am excited about my guest that we're about to bring on because he is going to share the raw naked truth, his beautiful truth. Um, and how he has overcome obstacles and how he will never allow things to, um, well, we never going to say never because I'm going to tell you, when we go through things, they build character and it allow us to be a testimony for someone else who has been through and been down that road. So I am going to go to a commercial break. We're going to check out um, the Tyler Show. We had that queued up. We are going to check out the second annual DC's Youth, DC's Youth Has Talent Black History Show. Um, and we'll be right back with my guest, William Neal. Stay tuned.
chilly, getting paid and wearing silks and suede. Go to Barbados and cool in the shade. Do my exercise, keep nice and trim. Go down to the beach for a real cool swim. And all the ladies say, let's talk to him. Let's talk to him. Hey, hey, I got brown eyes and a brown complexion. Keep my head up to perfection. Believe girls are saying you are what you eat. That's the main reason why I don't eat meat. But I can see a fresh farm on my fresh beef. Welcome back. My name is Beverly Smith Brown. I am your host, and I am super excited to introduce the talented, the handsome. I'm gonna tell y'all guys. Well, actually, I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Hello, I'm William Neal, Washingtonian, um, and I'm here to talk about my story. Yes, and of being a survivor. That's right. Of HIV. Mm-hmm. Bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. homelessness, mm-hmm. Um, everything, abuse, yeah. sexual abuse, a lot of that that yeah. I have went through in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm here to talk about. Well, I'm going to tell you, listen, 
when it comes down to sharing your story and your testimony, we know it's not easy. Right. So we are just really honored to have you here. Thank you, love. Really honored to have you here. Because one of the things that we know and, and that uh, you know mm -hmm. is that others heal by us having the strength to share. Right. You know? And, and we also know that um, people will hear their story in you. You know, and it's really about those who need to see that there's life after. Mm -hmm. There's life after. It is. It is. Absolutely. Talk about that. Well, for me, I've been positive HIV mm -hmm. for 21 years. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, for me to get through it, you know, I have family, friends, mm -hmm. loved ones that also mm -hmm. has the disease. Mm -hmm. And how I got through is through just meditation, mm -hmm. walking, dancing, listening to music, um, you know, um, doing things I love, yeah. helping people, just mm -hmm. being a vessel to people yes. and understanding others, you mm -hmm. know, not just myself too as well, but, awesome. you know, um, and just get through, you know, I've been through hell and back, mm. you know, um, boarding school for two years, mm -hmm. you know, um, hospitalized for having bipolar disorder at a young age. I was diagnosed in 1993. Mm. Um, and I remember, you know, this being in Children's Hospital like mm -hmm. over 40, 50 times. Wow. And this one particular time, I was there for about two months mm -hmm. and eight days before they shipped me out to go to Massachusetts at 15. So, and to not, mm. you know, to get up and to not leave the hospital, being in a, in a locked facility, wow. is like being in jail. Mm -hmm. um, and that was tough for me yeah. as a child. Mm -hmm. And I, at the time, you know, I kept my mouth shut. I didn't tell anything. I was mm -hmm. being sexually abused um, for a very long time, for two years. Wow. I didn't tell. Um, and in not telling, I became mm. um, just abusive person. Yeah. You know, I've run away, um, smoking weed, mm -hmm. um, doing sexual activities, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, something that I chose to do as a yeah, child and yeah. with older people. Mm. And some of it was rape and some mm. of it wasn't, mm. you know. How old so were you? 13. 13. 13. Mm. I started 13 and it just, it was, I thought it was love, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. It was, it was, it was something else when I got older, I realized yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and experiencing those things for me, you know, I, be, I went to board school for two years and they told me how to speak how to stop holding things inside. Because holding things inside will actually, it can kill you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. the worst disease out there. Yeah. And now it's like I'm speaking out. You know, I speak to my loved ones know, people that I've been involved with know. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, so that's how I'm able to get through. Yeah. You know, yeah. now. Yeah. That meditation, mm -hmm. um, I know, uh, well, I've heard people say, you know, going through, well, I'll speak from my cousins. My cousin, I lost a cousin of AIDS. Mm -hmm. um, and, and she refused to take her medicine. Mm -hmm. And she would say how this disease, she told me, she said, she said, uh, well, this disease is supposed to kill me while I'm not dead yet. Mm -hmm. and, and in her mind, she psychologically believed that this was something that just, it's a death sentence. Right. And she didn't see herself out of it. Mm. So, and, and even though I would try to, you know, breathe hope in her and tell her, you know, you can do it. You know, it's, it's, it's something that you can get. You can take your medicine Absolutely. and there's life after it. Mm -hmm. You know, she couldn't see it. And when you say meditate, mm -hmm. um, I know that that was something that she did a lot, but she meditated on the wrong thing. Mm. Absolutely. She meditated on the fact that she, she felt like she couldn't make it out. You know mm, what I mean? I know what you mean. So mm. what was it in you? Was it the fact that you have such an amazing talent that mm -hmm. you're going to share with us today, yeah. right? <laughs> right. You're going to get a chance to see him dance. He's going yeah. to get on that dance floor. Uh, we have a stage over here, so excited about that. But was that because you, you, you knew that you could dance or, you know, no. was it family? What was it right. that, that, that pulled you that out? That pulled me through? Yeah. It was actually my doctor, Dr. Oh. Aussie. She's oh. dead and gone now. She died of cancer. Um... And it was her at 17. Well, I was I, I was I had it got attracted to it in 1997, but I found out 98. Okay. I always knew I had it, even though I was they were showing up negative, negative, negative. Yeah. My body was telling me that I had it, and I knew who I got it from. It was somebody I trusted, 
and he's also gone now too. Mm. But um, it was her, you know, she sat me in the room and I never forget when she, at the time, you know, I was dealing with bipolar disorder, real heavy back then too. Mm. And she said, Miss Neal, she said, you know, your counts that you have with HIV, mm -hmm. you can live a very long life, 50 to 100 years. Yeah. And she said, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. She said, do you want to stay here in the hospital, you yeah. know, and we can get you some help? Or yeah. do you want to go home and just put it behind, not put it behind you, but just live with it and, yeah. just, and move on? And that day, I remember, you know, I had my glyph notes were swollen, mm -hmm. you know, and I, my face all big and everything, but the minute I told myself and told God, I said, you know what, I'm going to deal with this. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die from this. Yeah. And I continued to live. Mm -hmm. And in that process, she gave me hope. Mm -hmm. And I took that hope and I ran with it. Yeah. And ever wow. since that day, I never forget, I have been AJ positive for 21 years, undetectable. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so much good with the medicine now where you can actually, um, you know, take medicine and be with somebody who has this disease mm. and they won't get it because you're on the medicine. Oh, wow. And it stops you, mm. you know, from actually, um, you know, getting a disease. Mm. And um, and it's, I forget the name of it, but you, everybody, we, people know what they have, so they know the name of it. Mm -hmm. um, um, it. It won't come to me, but, you know, I'm just like a normal person that don't yeah. have it. Yeah, you know they don't have HIV, or you know I'm just like them. Because like you said, the medicines the that medicine. you're taking and you're you're doing the proper things, and, right? And even dances, exercise, mm -hmm. exercising, and, and watching what you eat, and that's for absolutely. anyone. Because we're living in a time, really, to be mm -hmm. honest, that that your health is so important so that important. I mean, people can catch a cold. I know. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just reading up on something where a person had. Uh, fell and, and broke their ankle, slipped mm -hmm. on the ice and broke their ankle and went in for surgery and died. A blood mm -hmm. clot traveled to the heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, like I said, just a slip and fall. Just a slip and fall. And, you know, like I said, my, my cousin, she looked at it as a death sentence and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and it's really that mindset. Yeah. And the people that you have around you, because you stated that you had, um, the doctor spoke into mm -hmm. your life and, and, and told you, you know, really, was able to reach that spot mm -hmm. and that connection for you right. and um, that is awesome so um, you're dancing and you're a part of the talent yeah. show as well so what are some of the other things as it relates to your dance that you have participated in um, well you know I remember it from 19, well, I was dancing, I was young. I oh, okay. My mom, we used to do videos as, as we were children. Oh, okay. And somebody had it, but we, I haven't seen them, I, have, I haven't seen them for years. Right. And I started, I fully, I came out dancing, I'll be honest. <laughs> I did, <laughs> I think. You already knew you was going to be a dancer, you're right? And at age like four and five, mm -hmm. you know, we used to always record, you know, um, music, and we used to dance outside, and mm -hmm. we just have a good time yeah. when we were children. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I remember, like, for me, it started from there, and it started, and, I, and professionally, I started at 13. Okay. I um, danced with Dancer Harlem. I had an audition to get in. Okay. I danced with them for two years. Okay. Um, but before that, I took and I danced at, um, what's still the St. Mark's Episcopal Church okay. that I go to. I'm a, I, I'm a service I member at. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember before I went to audition, mm -hmm. I danced there for two weeks. A ballet. Never mm -hmm. took ballet in my life. Thirteen wow. took ballet for two two weeks mm -hmm. and went to Duke Ellington to audition mm -hmm. for Dancing Harlem and I got in. Uh -huh. It was um about I would say I was the only boy and maybe like fifteen other girls. Fifteen oh, okay. girls was um was there and I had a dance in front of Arthur Mitchell, wow. which was the he's the yeah. owner and every every yeah. he just owns the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. And so um and so from there I did it for two years. Mm -hmm. And then off and on, you know, I, um, throughout my life, mm -hmm. I just danced with various different companies. Okay. Um, all around D.C. area. Mm -hmm. And now I'm a freelancer. So I, um, I'm free to choreograph. Mm -hmm. um, I have my Zumba license. Mm -hmm. um, and just want to dance. That's right. That's one part of me, though. <laughs> Back in I need a dance instructor, yeah. Zumba instructor. <laughs> William is your go-to guy. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you the spirit that 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 you bring mm -hmm. to the dance mm -hmm. is 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 something that um, is unique. Thank I think you. it's something that really sets you apart mm -hmm. from you know if you just get a regular you know not saying just a regular dance instructor, right. but you, when you look at um, 
you know, servicing from the inside out, mm -hmm. you know, and when you're using it as a, a, a tool of healing, right. then it translates to someone else mm -hmm. and helping them to heal as well. Absolutely. And that's that realness that comes from just being yourself. Absolutely. And, and even in that hurt and that pain of, um, or the guilt and shame or whatever mm -hmm. that uh, society want to put on someone who is dealing with a certain situation. Like you said, you've been through hell and back, but mm -hmm. one of the great things that you said that I love is that through, that word through, mm -hmm. you're going through. Mm -hmm. And one of the amazing things is look at you standing here. Yeah. So anyone out there who have, you know, you may have got a, a doctor's note and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, anything like that know that it's your mind yeah it's your mind that they mm -hmm. are trying to attack and then when i say right. they it's that negative force mm -hmm. right that wants to really keep you in that depression mode Absolutely. um Absolutely. because you know like you said that meditation works but i when mm -hmm. you said that i thought about my cousin and she would sit there and just meditate and just think of all these negative things yeah. and it will be uh, one minute we can have a great conversation mm -hmm. and laughing and joking and then if I you know go upstairs to my room or something come back downstairs and she's sitting on the couch it'd be as if she just went into her mind and and, and got this story out of her mind that happened mm -hmm. because again my my family we've been through so much right. so we have so many traumatizing situations to pick from anytime mm -hmm. we need it you know <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like listen I you know if that negative part is is, is really dragging on you right. and you you have this disease that in society mm -hmm. is looked at as deadly, deadly right, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's that hope of knowing, you know what, I have value. Right. You know? Because, you know, I constantly ask myself now, like, what is my purpose? Mm -hmm. You know, dealing with what I dealt, dealt, dealt with as a child, you know, all the abuse, and even being in foster care for a very long time. I've been in the system forever, mm -hmm. and I'm still in the system. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it never goes away, I don't think. And I don't want it to, because there's a lot of help out there, too. Yeah. Um, but I want to be able to give back. You know, the things that was given to me that was great in my life, how am I able to give it back? Yeah. And the thing about it is, for me, you know, I, it's, it's like a constant, constant battle, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I'm just starting my life now at 38, be 30, you know, 30, 39, mm -hmm. and I'm just starting out, and it's like, what can I do? Yeah. And even with that moment, when, like I called you like a week ago, I yeah. called Beverly a week ago, and mm -hmm. I was telling her the story about the, um, the song. Oh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we was talking and he was like, you know what, certain this A, B, and C happened, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. and, but you, you got to keep pushing. You got to yeah. stay focused. You yeah. got to stay busy. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I'm at now. Yeah. I want to be busy because stuff it. do, it's, it's, you can't, bad is going to happen. Yeah. Good is going to happen. Yeah. But it's what you choose. Yeah. And I choose to have a good day. I'm going to be honest, you know, things that, things that happens to me and happens mm -hmm. in my life, mm -hmm. it's, for me, you know, I want to give up on. I want to give up on. I just want to ask the God. You know, I can't take anymore. You know, I'm just. I want to be over with it. I want to be done with it. But for some reason, I'm here for something. Come on. And I'm finding out what that's what that what that what, what I'm here for something. Mm -hmm. and, and I know it. And it's to dance is one part of me, but it's several parts of me. Wow. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to now give it, give it, because mm -hmm. my mom had 18. 18 children. Wow. But 11 of us living. Mm. I'm the baby. Mm. And so I'm the one that has to take all the stuff, you know, from all of wow. them. Say that again. 18, 18 children. children. <laughs> and you the youngest of 18. 18. 11 mm. living. Mm. You know, and at age of eight, I was getting them jobs. Helping yeah. them feed my family mm. at eight years old. Mm. And uh, I don't want to cry, but <laughs> I want that person back. Yeah. The person who was given and who's always been there for people. Yeah. And and if, that's, if I did that from a child, yeah. you know, I kind of, I kind of do that now, but mm -hmm. it's a difference. Yeah. But I know that for me, you know, they still looking, they, they look up to me now. Yeah. Oldest, my oldest sibling is CB, CB turned 67 mm -hmm. in December of last year. And, um, it's, it's, it's just a lot of stuff. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out where, where my place, what's yeah. my place on this, yeah. this you know, yeah. this earth. And yeah. through you yeah. and through help and good people around yeah. is pushing me to do something yeah. powerful yeah. and that's what I'm doing now. And I, I, I feel your purpose. You're living in your purpose now. Yeah. You're living <laughs> yes. out your purpose helping the people who watching now to yes. know that, you know, if you can come through, but who, mm -hmm. you can do it. 
So yes. that's that's a that's an amazing purpose. Thank you. I'ma tell you, having you here on the show has just really um set the tone mm -hmm. for the overcomer story. Yes. It set the tone for the overcomer story. And then the reason why I say that is because when you can come and be transparent mm -hmm. about what you're going through and to say, mm -hmm. what is my purpose? That right there is an open invitation mm -hmm. for all that is intended to come to you to come. And that is what the beautiful truth, raw, naked, and exposed is all about. For you mm -hmm. to open up yourself to receive all that God has for you to receive. And that's just by just saying, I don't know what. Mm -hmm. I just know that I want to just be free yes. and do what comes natural. Absolutely. And when we have been hurt, we, you know, they say hurt people hurt people. But mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, hurt people are also out here healing. Yes. Okay, there's a lot yes. of hurt people healing mm -hmm. people. And we had to wrap our arms around Absolutely. those who are healing. So I'm going to tell you guys, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're mm -hmm. going to see William over there dancing. So y'all yes. stay, stay tuned. You're going to see more <laughs> of William and more of the beautiful truth, raw, naked, and exposed. We here at Boxwave believe that no one in the DMV should go without a coat this winter. So we partnered with Star Imports Dealership for this year's annual coat drive. If you have an old or gently used coat that can still be worn, drop it off with us. Boxwave Studios at 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland. And give the gift of warmth to somebody in need in the DMV.
All right, guys, welcome back. Thank you for staying tuned to the beautiful truth, raw, naked, and exposed. My name is Beverly Smith Brown. I am your host. I am, uh, we're about to wrap up the show, guys, but just like I promised you, we have William who's going to do a, 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 a small piece just to show you all what he can do. We really uh, encourage you all to do what comes natural to you. Um, the beautiful truth is here for those who have a testimony, who wants to share their testimony. If you want to share your gift, your talents with the beautiful truth or naked and exposed, you can reach out to me at 202-903-5122. You can also call in the show. Um, we air um, every second and fourth Sunday at 10 a.m. Um, so you can call on the show at 240-719-2560. But guys, I am, um, we're going to go to William doing his dance piece, and then I'm going to share some information about uh, traumatization and mental health. Because, um, again, when we allow ourselves to express ourselves freely, we give others the freedom to do the same. So... Give it up for my brother, William. <laughs> hey. Welcome to DC. You know what got after you went straight down. You're taking a slightly, I'm taking a slightly.
Walker. He is a, 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 a what is it? Um, tell everybody. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Yes, guys. That was the talented yeah. William. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Yes, guys. We're going to just let you know just where, if you can share with mm -hmm. everyone where they can get in touch with you, okay. how, if they want to get you as a choreographer. I know he's out of breath, but that was an amazing performance, guys. Thank that you. was amazing. <laughs> so tell you. everybody where they can find you if they need um, you. William Neal, N-E-A-L, mm -hmm. um, last name, mm -hmm. on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, Easy Steps to Freedom. Sorry. I know. I caught him um, on guard because he just got finished doing that Instagram. amazing Thank performance. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank yes. you, So your Instagram, what is your Instagram? Easy Step to Freedom. Yes. Easy yep. Step to Freedom. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that's how you can contact me. That's right, guys. <laughs> we have those social media handles. That's William Neal, N-E-A-L. Mm -hmm. And we have the... Easy Step to Freedom. Easy Steps to Freedom, guys. Yep. E-A-Z-Y. That's Underscore. right, guys. Easy. Easy. Yep. Steps to freedom. That's right, guys. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you, yes. our steps to freedom is easy. It's because easy. it's really about diving inside yourself and Absolutely. finding out what it is that makes you happy. Yes. And did you see that smile? Look at this smile. <laughs> Guys, oh. we have to encourage each other. Thank you, love. This is the beautiful truth. Mm -hmm. Broad, naked, and exposed. Oh. Don't forget, guys, I have my book entitled, He Kept Me, sharing my testimony and writing. And I know, William, we were speaking earlier, you were telling me about your writing has opening okay. up. Yes. And it's so important um, as it relates to just, you know, diving into all of those things that we have been through that maybe, maybe we have covered up or maybe it's something that we, we couldn't deal with at that time. Um, and as we start to pull back layers of our life and things start to get exposed, I just yes. want to encourage those people out there to, uh, just like William said, to meditate mm -hmm. and to meditate on the positive things. It's so easy to look out into this world and see all the negative things that's going on. Absolutely. But I want to encourage you all with, with my brother William, we want to yes. encourage you all to uh, just think on a positive side, right? Just try to find some positive things. And even when you're looking at your children and your, your, your spouse and your family and your coworkers, try your best. I know it's hard. But try to find something good in everybody Absolutely. because everyone has an area of competency. Yes. And it's so important for us to nurture and really try to cultivate something good in people. We can always pick out what they're doing wrong and yes. always, but I will encourage those parents out there to really look into your child's eyes when they are talking to you and listen to what they are saying. Absolutely. Our children are the future. So I really mm -hmm. encourage our parents to start paying attention to what your children are doing and those who are doing that keep up the good work and also if you have time on your hands to look after someone else it's so important for us to give back to yes, our communities this has been an amazing thank you, time love. i thank you so much for coming thank you uh, we're gonna have william back on the show we gotta yes. have william back on the show like i said he is a part of our dc's youth has time and he's teaching the youth some some steps and some different dance moves and gonna choreograph some steps so yes. we're excited about that um, definitely want you all to check out my book entitled He Kept Me. Um, again, we are looking for volunteers to be a part of Mama Safe Haven and Alliance of Concerned Men. You can send an email to info at mamasafehaven.org. Um, and also our talent show coming up Saturday, February yes. 23rd. Can't and wait. it's going to be from 12 to 3, a free show. If you go to events, uh, Eventbrite and you go to Mama Safe Haven, then you will be able to uh, register for your free ticket. Um, and we just want to kind of get a head count of who's going to be there because mm -hmm. uh, we have some specialties for you all. So make sure you be there. All right, guys. want to give a shout-out yes. to my producer, Engineer Ron. I appreciate yes. you. And everybody that are uh, on Voxway, the whole Voxway family, guys, I want you to stay tuned to all of the shows that's on this station, Voxway.com. Mm -hmm. I'm opening the doors and giving platforms to just regular old people, guys. Yes. So stay tuned. Share this video. Tell Tell someone else about it and and uh, love yourself and, and and love everybody else. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. That's yes. awesome. Thank you. Blessings Thank you. to everyone. Uh, check out. Oh, I am gonna go to a clip. Still, I rise is a mm -hmm. film.
Oh, you can't get it? Okay, guys. Well, next week, you will be able to see uh, my film, Still I Rise. is a short film that I've done, and we are encouraging people to write your story. And also, come on the show. Again, if you want to come on the show, go to send an email to um, info at mamasafehaven.org, or you can go to dcfilmlife at gmail. Send me an email. Yes. Blessings to everyone out there. Love you all. Peace. Thank you.